Hello and welcome listeners to another very exciting episode of Cathode Raycast, the Story Screen Presents podcast where we talk about all things television. And today we're talking about a big one. I am your host, Bernadette Gorman-White, and we're going to get through these introductions so we can get to the heart and the meat of this story, because today we're talking about Stranger Things 4, Volumes 1 and 2, and I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit of 3, 2, and 1, because that's just bound to come up by, by the very nature of this podcast. But today, I'm joined by two awesome guests. We've got Diana DeMuro. hey yo, And we've got Robbie Anderson, back and healed yo. from a snake bite. Yeah. Oh, man, that snake stuff really you know, uh, felt bad. I was really on my ass because of that snake, but... You know, uh, you're luckily, running from anacondas. Running from anacondas. I did watch Anaconda while I was sick with the snake bite, and uh, that movie's crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize I, it was John Vought being fucking insane. I, I mean, thought there was like he, more going is on. Is he really ever not that. insane? Also true. But uh, yeah, healed up from the snake bite, but luckily it gave me a lot of downtime to watch Anaconda and uh, Stranger Things. So Perfect. A plus. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're chill. Chill, Good. Chill, chill, chill. I ate, I ate some egos. I've drank some coffee. Ready to roll. Perfect. Ready to rock. <laughs> so yeah, listeners, just so you're aware, if this is your first time at Cathode Raycast, but you've listened to hot takes in the past, a that's great. Thanks for listening to hot takes. But at Cathode Raycast, we don't necessarily have a spoiler-free section. Um, just because we start talking about the show and the plot in a more maybe linear fashion, we don't really give spoiler-free stuff. So, we know we're doing this, we're recording it on Sunday, the second half, volume two of Stranger Things 4 came out on Friday, we're dropping this hot on 4th of July, Monday, so we know that we're kind of getting this out of the gate pretty fast, so obviously, if you don't want things spoiled, don't listen, but if you've already Spoilies. seen it, because you're maniacs <laughs> like us, keep listening, because we're about to get into it. <laughs> we about to spoil. Spoil, spoil. <laughs> Spoilies. People die. People die, but not as many <laughs> as what I like rumored to be heard. I thought like five people were dying. I heard that rumor, and I was like, I, know. I don't know how they're going to do let's that. Get into the, let's get into yeah. the meat of of that. Yeah, though. we're going to talk they, about. They that. kill off the person who's only in the show for a season. <laughs> like come, like five. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Okay, Ma- cool. Mike told me about the the supposed five people, and then in my in my head, like the whole last episode, I was like, "Is this one of the five? Who's the five? And then I was like, "I don't know about this. I don't know about this. <laughs> I have yeah. thoughts." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, also they killed a character that they tried to maybe kind of like redeem at the end, but I'm like, I don't care about that guy at all. I'm glad he's dead. Oh, <laughs> so. oh. I, I like that. Like I like that guy. I came around. I feel on like he's pretty that harsh. Guy. Yeah, yeah, I used to think I actually, he was. I thought he was very annoying in the beginning. I'm like, this guy fucking sucks. And oh. then, like by the end, I was just like, well, you know, he's all right. All right, but he's you dead, guys are so. a couple of haters. I'm gonna go with the Eddie love. I liked him. Oh, but I also I was talking I about also, Papa. Oh. You were talking about Papa? Yeah. Oh, because I like we were about 
He's the first. Oh, I guess Papa yeah. did die. You're right. Yeah, he's I the first guy that, that they kill. In <laughs> let's get our egos stacked appropriately yes. and make sure we're talking about the same character. Well, yeah, because you mentioned Robbie. You're like, well, they killed a character that was only in one season. Oh yeah, and then I'm no, like, I, well, yeah, and then they also killed a character that burn. has been in the whole I, time, and you're supposed to maybe care about him at the end. But it's like yeah, I don't care I feel about like him. They were no, trying to give Papa, Papa a redemption arc, but I'm with Burn. I I was sort of like Papa gets what he deserves but then uh you know with eddie i actually really liked the character of eddie because he kind of gave me like old school james franco dungeons and dragons vibes at the end of freaks and geeks before james franco got weird and scary like back when you still thought he was cool it was like that dynamic of having an upperclassman in high school and the younger nerds hanging out and i liked that i liked i liked eddie me too i thought i thought it was kind of lame that they killed him off because that's like another Barb or, uh, you know, whatever Samwise Gamgee's character's name was. Barb, Bob, Bob, Bob. and Billy. They're like one season wonders. I I was really hoping they were going to kill off like a main staple to make the stakes higher. But we can talk about that more, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Eddie. Me too. I liked Eddie. Yeah, I like Eddie too. I liked his long hair and his many rings. (laughs) (laughs) I liked him and Dustin roughhousing. Yeah. (laughs) I, I do think it's weird. I just have like an audio issue most of the time. But yeah, I wish with Master of Puppets when Eddie's playing that. I thought it was weird when like the song proper came in and I'm like, well, I yeah. get it. It's like a stylistic choice to just have like the actual song playing non-diegetically. But I was kind of right. grooving on the very diegetic Eddie just playing the guitar. Fun. And then when yeah, like the drums fun. came in, it was like, all right, we get it. We know the song. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. feel like you kind of like need the needle drop. Like if you, cause if you go long enough and it's just him playing the guitar, I think you have like another few seconds of it before it's like, this is a little awkward that it's not the song. <laughs> yeah. Especially because like if it was he only just for has a to little keep playing as the yeah. bats are coming closer. <laughs> if it was like, if that was like a shorter sequence, I think you could have gotten away with it. But if it was like going for that length and it didn't turn into the song, you'd be like, Oh, so you're not playing the... Okay, cool. So they're not playing the song. They're not playing the song, guys. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's just like a bump that you hear on the radio when, like, they start playing music. Yeah, it's like a transition. Commercial. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to listen to that. Like, right. Man, you really fucking amped me up. Now I got Metallica blue balls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Those sound very painful. Yeah, I it's, think you, sh- it's, you need to get those checked out. It's a medical... It's a medical disaster, Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, before we get into plot, 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 because there's a lot to get through for this and what we like and what we didn't like, I'll ask both of you, Diana, where does Stranger Things 4 rank in 1 through 4 for you? Ooh, I think it was, they did a really great job. I feel like, you know, um, I think overall, I have liked every season. I've never been like, this season sucks. But, I mean, certain seasons are stronger than others. I would say after that initial first season, I, I think this is up there. I think they do a really good job. Um, you know, there's definitely things that – there's side plots that are not as strong. There's certain characters that don't get a lot to do in this season that I would have wanted to see more from. And we can talk about that in Spoiler Town. But um, – I think overall, it was a really strong season. It was really compelling. I thought that the long episodes were going to be too long, but I actually really enjoyed them. I was like, give it to me. I'm, I'm ready to binge. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say probably, like, I, I still like first season the best, and then 
I would say this is a pretty strong second. Yeah, Robbie, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of on the same page. I think this is definitely, it's a, you know, it's a staggering amount of television this season. Um, okay. A part of me is just like, did you need this much? But there's a lot of story that they tell pretty efficiently. But yeah, I think it's the, I think it's the best season since one. I think one is still the goat. I think the weakest of the season, I think two is the weakest one, but I think it ends really strong. So you have like, you kind of like remember it like a bit better. And I like season three. And what I think I liked about season three that I think this season really nails is that three is starting to really understand what Stranger Things is. Mm. And then this season, I just feel like they've really like coalesced like what the show is and has a really good like sense of urgency that I like. Um, And the only gripes I have with it is like, you know, and we'll get into it more, but like the, there's just, <laughs> every time there's like something serious and urgent and then a character takes a moment and the music kind of dies down, they're like, I'm going to tell you about how I feel right now. Yeah. I'm always just like, all right, I guess we have to do this like every <laughs> fucking 10 minutes. And like the last few episodes do it pretty egregiously because they have to like wrap up their arcs and they're just like, and now, you know, we spent, what is it? Like 72 hours of a season, like really experiencing this, but now I'm going to tell you how I feel. And I'm just going to really miss you when you're gone. And it's just like, all right, fucking great. But uh, I also think like, you know, I think that's like the vibe. You know, you got to accept the cheese, especially when you're like doing nostalgic, like nostalgia fueled stuff. But I feel like it really works with the teen characters to do that, because if you think about it rationally or whatever, you're just like, oh, they're teenagers. They're horny fucking teenagers. And they're like, I still love you and that kind of stuff. So I feel like those kind of proclamations make a lot of sense but less so when you're with like hopper and them you're kind of just like i don't know if adults really take it take a minute yeah. I, I know you've been gone for a year but still <laughs> i'm like oh, i don't care <laughs> yeah i think i think overall the, the, the show's really good i also like the thing that i was so consistently blown away by is just like the the technical filmmaking of it like the editing the way it Hell looks yeah. the score like you know, like, it is just, like, it's really well made. Like, it's very well constructed. Um, I was talking to to Burn before Diana came on, and I was just like, you know, we just watched, like, the Obi-Wan show. And I was just mm. like, you know, for better or for worse, like, I just don't think that show looks very good at times. And I know that, like, it has way more money pumped into it than, like, Stranger Things. Or maybe it's, like, more, maybe it's, like, even comparable. But I think it's funny that they're both trying to, like, be, like, look old and one show just like looks so good, and I don't really know why that yeah. is the case, or it could just be a stylistic choice. I'm not really sure, but mm. yeah, I just was constantly. I, I feel like Stranger Things, and I also think The Boys is like two of the best looking shows on TV right now. It makes me really interested to see if the Duffer Brothers actually did a film, like if they actually constrained themselves in the time limit of a, of a movie. <laughs> But then still held on to like all of their stylistic choices, all of their special effects. They probably make a pretty banger of a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd definitely. I'd watch it. I'd be curious. I hope that they do eventually. I hope they don't do TV forever. Forever. Yeah. I think they'll I'd do like a Stranger to... Things movie. I think they'll do one more season. Yeah. Wait for the kids to get old, and then do a Stranger Things movie where it's, like, it's it? like it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Bloody balloons! I got major it vibes. <laughs> and the kids are already like, I think, I think Finn Wolfhard's like, 
like 27 no, no he's like 30, yeah he's like 36 years old so like i think they only have to wait like a few years before before doing it that's true yeah, charlie heaton looks as tired as i feel so. yeah he looks like he could be like the uncle more yeah. though more than the brother yeah mm. yeah true. yeah i think i'm very much on the same page as the both of you i do think this Stranger Things 4 is the second best out of the whole thing. I think it is hard to top that first season just by the nature of like how exciting it was to be watching it when it was happening. And it's a good season of television anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, season two tried almost too hard, I think, to be like season one. And I, see, I think season three tried almost like too hard to be nothing like season one. And I feel like with four, they finally found their balance of like, Still feeling the same, like the same show, but willing to kind of do like a completely different. Although obviously by the end we find out that the plot, you know, is very much tied in to the other right. seasons. But at the time leading up, while the mystery is happening, it feels very different and fresh and new, which was definitely exciting to watch. And I think uh, for the most part. Um, conversations between certain characters i have my favorite characters i have my least favorite characters for sure and we'll get into that that's part Um, of the fun definitely but i do think plot wise and story structure wise and how they are showing us what's happening on screen but then the way characters are supposed to be also getting that information i think that was a little muddy in this season i think they made some really big stylistic choices that worked as a viewer but I don't think they made a lot of logical sense for the characters within the show. And we can get into specifics later. But other than that, I think the the show overall was pretty tight and worked pretty well. And through enough like MacGuffins out there, I, I saw a lot of rumors about the school therapist. I guess she had like a little like clock charm or something. And I think they did a good job of of, like throwing things out there to be like, ooh, what could this be? And people were biting on all of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like it sort of hints at the idea of time travel, which we can talk about later. But yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the show is very like well constructed. And I think it has so many characters now where like it a little bit writes itself. Like the episodes are so long because it's just like, all right, well, you have to do the Hopper story. Then the joy story and then you have to do this sect of kids and then this sect of kids and then you're and then this one guy's being fucked with by vecna so like it's kind of like it's pretty easy to like you know write all these individual stories out and then like kind of like chunk them together um easy in quotes like not actually easy yeah. but you know what i mean like it's just like oh yeah this is like it's it's very effective and they're telling a lot of stories there's one thing i didn't really one like little grip i had is like i really like the gym in russia Storyline. I also think it's like one of the most mm. like visually interesting parts of the show. Like I feel like every scene he's in Russia or like in the jail cell is like this shit looks so fucking cool. Like there's so Gritty. many just snowflakes <laughs> with light bouncing off them. It's so cool. Um, Hopper looks good. <laughs> but their reasoning for breaking back into the prison to fight those demigorgons so it buys the kids more time. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Mm. Why is it why is it buying them more time for them to fight those demigorgons? Even if they were just like, we gotta just exterminate those demigorgons because like it's probably a bad idea to have them kicking around. I'm like, I buy that way more. But I think they, it, I, I it, feel it was like, like the hive mind idea that like if you like the same thing with the, the bats, like yeah. drawing something away so attention is elsewhere. So I think that was sort of the motivation, like, oh, if we destroy these guys, it's gonna physically 
cause cripple pain, Vecna or okay. like w- slightly weaken Vecna or maybe they you know they don't know who Vecna is actually right. they don't yeah. know nothing about Vecna they're thinking like mind flare whatever else you know whatever the hell they think it is from previous seasons yeah they're sort of like that the, the weird particles the sandstorm mummy is all linked <laughs> well together. that's why i thought they were gonna fight i thought they were gonna try and go through the upside down in russia to get to like shortcut to america that in some way been really fucking cool yeah which i know that's it doesn't really make sense idea. but no i mean there was a lot of well, i guess he got, he got blown into russia though from yeah he did Hawkins. so i i thought they were he gonna just do that again yeah because yeah. I thought that would have been interesting. Just like, they're like, all right, the only way to get to America in time to like help the kids, like we have to go through the upside down. That's the thing. Cool. Isn't there a gate yeah. in Russia then? There should be. I think theory. there was and then it closed. Oh. Yeah. Because there was oh. no gates at the start right. of the show. Right. Correct. They closed the gate. Okay, and that's okay. what Vecna's trying to do. He's trying to create like a, a tectonic shift. Yeah. 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 There were definitely some some little offshoots that I thought they were lining up that didn't happen that I think would have been cool, but yeah, same. Yeah. I also realized that every season is about them closing a gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I realized that as I was watching this season, I was like, cause you know how you watch all like the dark Knight movies and they're like, Oh, every, everyone's about a bomb. <laughs> like every single movie is just about them, like stopping a bomb. And even like, you look at like the 1960s Batman, it's like, a lot of times it's just like, we got to stop this bomb going off. It's like, Oh yeah, I a guess bomb. that is what Pow! it is. You gotta stop this bomb. And it's in the in the new Batman movie, they let the bombs go off, and I think that's a very radical shift for them. Very for, cool for them. <laughs> it's like, ooh, yes. Well, if we're talking about inconsistencies in the show, I think the biggest inconsist inconsistency for me while watching, I even had to rewatch it last night because Heath and I were having a conversation about it, and I was like, I think I remember it differently than you. So we watched it again. But the ooh. sequence where Eleven is in Nina, and she's finally remembering what actually happened at the massacre at the hospital and, like, finding out about one. So she's in the tank, going through that memory, starting to unlock it. Meanwhile, you have Nancy being trapped by Vecna, just getting out of, like, that horrible nightmare pool with Barb. And he pulls her up and says, like, I've been watching you. I want you to see... Like, I want you to watch. And he, like, throws her into the, like, non-physical, upside down, that red world, which is, like, all in the mind. And she's walking through the house, like, the fragments of the house, and she starts seeing the vision of one when he was a child. However... Henry? Is that his name? Henry? I think so. Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But at the same time, Henry, i.e. one, who's older, not a child, young adult Henry... Is telling Ooh, Eleven. Jamie. <laughs> I love him. It's, I can't wait for you to watch all the Twilight movies again, Brick. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> but one is telling Eleven, like, how he came to be one. And you're hearing that in his voice. Nancy, meanwhile, had just heard Vecna's voice and said, you know, walk through this hellscape. But Nancy's walking through the memories. But are we supposed to, as the viewer, believe that Nancy is also hearing one telling L or one telling the story? Is one telling the story to both L and Nancy at the same time? Because to me, when Nancy was like wandering around the house and seeing what went down, I could see how she would have an understanding of what happened because she had studied that family. You know, she had tracked right. down Victor in the in the hospital. Like she mm. has an understanding of what happened in that house. 
But I was under the impression that she wasn't hearing the actual things of what happened. And Elle was. Yeah, I didn't think she was. But then when Nancy gets back to, like, the group of friends, she was like, yeah, that's one. That's Henry. It's like, do you really know that he's one? Yeah, because I was going to say, because I'm trying to remember the sequence, Maybe she's just inferring that. I I was on the same page as you that I thought she's just watching, like – She's like she's watching those memories, so she's not actually hearing his little monologue to L. But right. I, I definitely, you know. And then later on, when he actually is like, "I'm going to show you what I want to happen," like then it's really dialed in that it's him. Yeah, I feel like it would have made more sense for him to be telling Nancy the him in the house story and how he grew up. And then we, as the audience, are seeing Eleven and Nina learning the the one story, what happens right. after that. And then, and then we're like, we're oh, putting it together, but they yeah. only have two, they only have two parts of the story. Right. I'm a little confused about Henry and his relationship with the Upside Down is, so he had these powers, he just was born with them. He's born a little, a little freaky guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> a little freaky boy. A little freaky guy. And then little the freaky emo Papa boy. and his organization <laughs> use him and his freaky little guy blood to make more psychic babies, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's so there's so no much relationship like... to the upside down until Eleven sends him into it. Correct. Uh, I, think, I always well, thought that I mean, she got her powers from the upside down. That's what I always thought. Oh, Through experimenting with the upside down, I didn't they unlock this like, that. human potential. That's what I always uh, inferred. So until now. I think the idea is like, yeah, uh, like they're trying to recreate one in whatever methods he's using. Because I mean, with with Eleven's mom, it's like they gave the mom's LSD and they tried all this other crazy shit. So it's they're kind of just trying to replicate this psychic bond that one seems to have. Um, But I don't think we're meant to think that he had a connection to the upside down until later. Like I, I definitely think uh, okay. with 11, it's like that was an unintentional thing. Like she had those powers, but then when she, in that first season, when she touches the Demogorgon, she freaks the fuck out. She just, it's just unintentional that she opens that gate. It's not like, I don't think she has a way of drawing those powers that we're meant to see. I don't know. And maybe, maybe you're right though. Maybe some of the, her powers do come from that. And we're supposed to also understand that Vecna being in the Upside Down has created Demigorgons, the tentacles. I think he it interacts looked like with, the Demigorgons like already the, existed. We're already there? Okay. Yeah. Because he I interacts with like the Mind Flare in its like fog form. Yes. When he like first gets there, I'm like, and, but the Upside Down looks very different yes. when he's there, you know? So I was like, oh, does he like create it in like Hawking's image or like I think I don't you're know. on to something there because I think there's like two possibilities first, you know? it could be that that more yellow with the rocks hanging is the actual upside down and he's shaping it based on his own whatever yeah. or it could be like that's not actually the upside down that's some other realm she sent him to and mm-hmm. upside down is like this separate frozen in time 1980 whatever when will got abducted because that's like very locked in that time period yeah well it so, seems at this point everything yeah. is connected to him because mm-hmm. right. if they hit if they hit a branch or he uses the bats like everything he, he is knows. the focal point of everything he's he's so the brain. i'm like yeah. and if he's been there since before season one then 
I'm to understand that yeah, he's he been is there the mastermind since, of everything, yes. right? Like right, because that, that, that like okay. showdown in the lab was 1979. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then Will doesn't get taken until like 83 or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's been there. Yeah, I think yeah. that L when she blasted Henry one through the wall, she sent him to that like epic world, the reds and yellows yeah. and stones. And then in the beginning of Stranger Things 1, somehow the upside down of, like, our world was either created or unlocked or, yeah, and then that world exists. But I do think Vecna, because he does say, you know, I've been trying to come back and I've been trying to, you know, get to this place and find you and bring you with me and, you know, I was was trying to do all these things. So I think, yeah, he's using both, like, weird underworlds, and uh, the way to get back to Earth is through, like, the upside down, the blue snow world that we're most familiar with. Gotcha. It's really interesting, too, because it's, like, when he's, like, trying to, like, convince her to, like, join him when she's a little kid, he's sort of like, we can... We can rule our own worlds or create our own worlds. He says something to that effect. Yes, he said and we so, can make our own rules. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, does he mean like actual? Does he mean like in the mind? Like, it's kind of cool to think about that. Um, yeah. It was also, I think he probably also learns. No, you got to oh, learn. I was just going to say, also, like, that's like the one moment where we see him actually being really sweet. Where yeah. like yeah. he actually wants to connect with another person, which is pretty sad. Because I think later on... In the finale, where Elle is trying to reason with him and saying, like, you don't have to do this. I thought it was sweet of her, but it's like, he's too far gone, girl. He has exactly. no concept of good yeah. versus yeah. evil. Like, he's one track I mean, it's, it's like uh It's like Star Wars stuff. It's like Kylo Ren in Last Jedi, where he's just yeah. like, hey, man, we don't have to do any of this shit. You and me can just ride or die, right? Yeah, right. Because you're also fucked up, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm not that fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I it know, is like, sad, but I think he, so eventually, sweet. I feel like he learns, like, because he only, I think he only learns once he's like really in the upside down. He's like, oh, if I just like mind eat these people, I become like way stronger. So he's yeah. like, well, it's in my best interest to eat the psychic girl because <laughs> I will just become. Because I feel like if he were to consume Eleven, he must get like an exponential power boost. Because that's right. like the logic that we get that every time he does a kill, he, he gets a little bit more. Yeah, you think up. back to the Hawkins. Uh, mall and then like her losing her powers like that's probably his attempt to try and get her without having a gate to get in there like definitely he was trying to take some of that power from her it's interesting yeah that's a good idea I hadn't even (laughs) thought about that and I like the idea too like thinking about like the all the powers that they share I also like the idea that um, creepy Jamie Campbell Bauer, right? Is that his name? He's a sleek, blonde vampire man playing Henry in his 20s or whatever age he's supposed to be. Oh, mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah. Um, when he's like, they're not gone, they're in here. And he's like pointing to his mind. I kind of like the idea that, you know, those can be whatever weird worlds in his own head too that these people who have died or max who isn't dead is like kicking around in and i feel like that's a lot of cool stuff to play with for season five is like possibly how to get max back because she's not totally gone she's like in his head in whatever weird world he's created for those people yeah or 
all those memories, like the memory within a me- the very inceptiony memory within a memory, um, which I also liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I imagine she. So she's like a vegetable, but she she's in a coma. Her, yeah. her death like caused the rift because she was the fourth to die. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she has like a a way. Maybe you know, yeah. Eleven has to like create some bridge to get her her mind back. It's like she's. She probably is like has like a physical body to return to, but her mind. But the other is like, ones don't. They're all dead. the other ones. They yeah, they're kind of fucked. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it seems- Christy ain't coming back. No, no. <laughs> Neither is Eddie. Those, they killed those kids very Ooh. gruesomely in this Ooh. season. I liked yeah, the kills. Was, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, the horror scary. aspects of this season, I think, were some of the best parts of this season for sure. Agreed. Like I was yeah. like. I was like, oh, oh, duffers, oh, mm, yeah. yum. I thought Give the, me a little bit more. So tasty. I think they did a really fun and good job doing the Nightmare on Elm Street, like, homages. And then they have yeah. they have the guy who plays Freddy Krueger in the show. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was like, I was like, that's a really cool way to make him the dad of, like, his this season's Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I thought that cool. was a really, like, very nice, very, like, uh, you know, like a honorable thing to kind of to the way to handle it where it's like oh that's like the best way to do homage mm-hmm. you know i listened to a cool just really short interview um with jamie campbell bauer the one who plays vecna and henry and it was saying like when he auditioned for the role the duffer sent him some some sides to record from hellraiser and from um, Primal Fear, which I think is awesome, because mm. I don't know, have you guys seen Primal Fear? I haven't. I actually haven't it, either. Oh, it's fucking awesome, and I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, and it's got beautiful, beautiful younger Edward Norton in it, and I highly recommend. Oh no, I have it. seen Primal Fear. Yeah, <laughs> I did see. That I movie's highly, great. <laughs> yeah, altar boy accusing priests of all kinds of stuff, and then. Just like him being his own psycho where he's very sweet and he's able to flip it and you realize he was just pretending. Mm-hmm. He's actually a major psychopath. And I love that kind of like dynamic where, like you said, it was like so sweet when he's talking to Eleven in the lab and you're like, you're fucked up like me. Come on, let's go. We can do this together. We'll rule. And then you're like, actually, he just needed mm-hmm. you because you have powers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually yeah. want to take care of you. So... Mm-mm. he's 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 cray cray <laughs> very cray yeah i liked too that at that one scene where eddie is wearing the michael myers mask as well it was yes. like they were really throwing in yeah. a lot of fun little nods <laughs> yeah even vecna like getting killed or injured at the end that's very michael myers like his body hits the ground and then they, and they go back later and it's not yeah. there and you're like Ey! yeah actually his, his body's gone uh he's still alive friends <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna exciting to know yeah. he'll be back yeah. yeah so like he will be the the big bad of the of the next season yeah pretty compelling yeah i don't do a lot of talking at the screen most of the time when i'm watching things but the whole time i was like nancy headshot headshot nancy nancy <laughs> they never learned shoot him in the face yeah. you said you wouldn't miss <laughs> well you're not yeah. missing but where were you waiting <laughs> like Nancy was giving me major Sarah Connor vibes. Yeah, man. With that sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> I was like, oh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. For sure. <laughs> I feel like but Steve yeah. just had to kind of hang back and be like, you get them, girls. Yeah. <laughs> girls yeah. get it done. <laughs> so, yeah, talking about that gun, uh, 
I also thought the scene where they went to the army surplus store was very silly. Oh. It was like, everyone's here. Even like that cute girl. <laughs> yeah. With her boyfriend. Who I love. Why are they she's, here? Yeah. I, I love Vicky because she's from, she's Anne of the Anne with an E, Anna Green Gable oh. show. And she's great. So I was like, what? She looks like Molly Ringwald. Hell yeah. Really looked like Molly Ringwald for sure. Yeah. But uh, um, that that whole sequence where Jason, is that guy's name yeah. Jason? Or am I just, yeah. and he like grabs her gun and he's just like talking. You're like, dude, when's the last time you've slept? Are you drunk? You're scary. Like if he had grown up to be an adult, he would be a bad dad. <laughs> he was a, I thought that whole subplot was really good Yeah, as well. And I like that they literally named him Jason because he's kind of like boogeyman during the day. Totally. Which I thought was like very interesting. I'm like, I feel, I was like, I don't know. It's like, I'm not sure if that was the design of that character but that's how i was kind of interpreting it and i was having a lot of fun with that but yeah i, I thought that whole subplot of like the jocks ever looming in the background and the and the whole kind of like uh um dungeons and Dranic, dungeons and dragons panic and everything you know i was just like oh this is very very cool i mean lucas even says like normal is like to be a complete psychopath or whatever yeah he's so he kind of calls it like you're saying, like Jason, mm-hmm. he thinks Jason is cool and he wants to be popular and not be a nerd. And then he's like, no, actually, that's not good. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah, Lucas, kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrifying scene for sure, because I thought that they were going to make the very bold choice of killing someone, but not with super powers or supernatural yeah. abilities. Like someone just dies because like someone murdered them. Yeah, that that was definitely going to happen, and I'm I, part of me is glad that it didn't because I love Lucas as a character. But yeah. I think that would have been really powerful. One that. theory I gave to Mike was kind of similar to that. I thought like you've got L in the freezer, you know, in her deprivation tank. I was like, when is the military going to show up? Because they saw the pizza van drive off. It's not like they can't track them. I was waiting for some scary military guys to like show up and start shooting. And I was like, maybe they'll kill off one of those kids trying to protect Al. Like maybe Mike or Jonathan or somebody will be trying to like distract them or protect her while she's in the zone. And one of those kids will die. So I kind of thought the same same thing that it was going to be like not supernatural, that just maybe somebody would get taken out, but then they never show up. So I was sort of like, how, how convenient. (laughs) Watch out for everybody. I'm like, I don't care about that military guy, I guess. <laughs> um, I think Noah Schnapp is the best oh, actor out of all those kids. Agreed. Him and Sadie Sink, they they crushed they're, it this season. They're the best. I yeah, think they're really, really good. I think Moody, Bobby Brown, is not very good at her job. And I well, think she, Finn Wolfhard is also not. Do. Yeah, they're just like, can you talk fucked up and also just like look a lot? And I think they yeah. go back and forth between how good or how poorly she like deals with talking and being with people yeah i think she was getting yeah. way better and then she took like a lot of steps back i mean i mean that like goes with her character that she's like regressing you know yeah. like she has to yeah. like regress back to her old 11 self so she she loses some of that ability but and i also think that finn wolfhard and her just like they the older they get the the more chemistry diminishes <laughs> from the two of them like i i don't know if i can watch you guys have a heart to heart conversation anymore because it just feels weird yeah. but um will byers he's so good 
is, is he in love with Mike? Is that what they're trying to? They're, is they, that what they're getting at? Right. I think they imply that. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like they've been implying it for like two seasons now, sure. and they didn't give us like I. I just would have liked it if like him and Charlie Heaton had maybe a little bit more of an open conversation about it, even if sure. it was just him being like, "Hey, I think I know what you're going through. We should talk about it soon." Yeah. You know, but they. It's just yeah. like it's so like it's still like I feel like so coded and so like dusty and foggy. It's almost like baiting, and I'm like I, I don't think bit. we need to like take it that far. Like I feel like yeah. it's pretty clear what's going on. Let's just have a cool character moment about it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean his his acting in that sequence in the car was is so great. Good. It's great. so good. He's the best actor out he of is. all of them. He's so good. I know, and I I really am like, what the fuck? Why aren't you giving him more to do? Like I thought maybe he would. Yeah. Like an idea I had prior to season four, totally. I was like, when are they going to have Will have some kind of residual powers besides the bump- bumpies on his <laughs> neck? You know, like yeah. I was kind of like really hoping they were going to open with now. And I think they do allude to it because in real life, Noah Schnapp and Millie Bobby Brown seem like they're buds. But like when they find her, like they really embrace. And I, I thought they would play a little bit more time like on them having a new brother-sister bond by living together and losing Hopper and all that stuff. Like I thought that maybe it would be like, oh, actually Will has some weird creepy powers too. And being around 11, she'll help him develop them even if she doesn't have her powers or something. Like I just thought they could do more with Will, period, than they do. But Maybe next season. I don't know. It seems like he's got the the mind meld with Vecna still. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think he continues, I think, since season two to be really underutilized. And I get that, like, season one was, like, the Will show, right? Like, it's, like, very centered around him. Um, And then season two, he has, like, he still has a bit more going on because he's, like, fucked up and maybe evil. Yeah, he's got uh, PTSD. He has, yeah, and I was like, I thought that was really cool. But then, like, yeah, I feel like season three and this one, it's just, like, he's just kind of, like, good actor window dressing <laughs> to, like, yeah. these scenes. I'm like, he's just, he's so good. I'd like to see him, to, I'd like to see him do more. Whereas, like, some characters, like, you know, D- Dustin, I feel like, is always getting shit done in, in every season. <laughs> which, like, he's, he's a lot of fun. For like, sure. Yeah. You know, he's, I guess, like, I think, I, I just feel like Will Byers has the most like narrative texture out of like all the kids and i'm like i just would like to see more with him yeah um whereas i feel like 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 mike wheeler i'm like i just become like less and less interested in like what he's going with (laughs) yeah i guess what's going on like the whole i i loved like the new characters but the california subplot was the least compelling even though we had to see where l was being taken and stuff like that and i know that maybe that's part of the california plot but not quite like she's got her own papa plot but the other kids i'm just like jonathan you're stoner bro like i don't care what are we doing here what's happening yeah, I, love I like argyle. seeing him i love, I love argyle he's great I love yeah argyle. he's great i thought and maybe I like they would kill him off but i, guess I like not. seeing jonathan be stoner bro it's just such a pivot from yeah who he's been like all these other seasons that it's like Oh, it's just like, like normally he's like, he's sad boy who gets it done. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like stoner bro. And it's just kind of, and then like, I kind of also sad. He's still sad. And I also kind of like that. Like, you know, maybe it's a little bit of him just like running away from his problems and that's why he does this. And, and I get that and it's cool, but it's just, it is just like a, it's a radical pivot. I think yeah. from what we've seen before. 
Yeah, he kind of seems to me, I don't know if this is too far of a stretch, but he kind of seems to me like like a Vietnam veteran, almost. Yeah. Like, he's come back oh, and he doesn't really know his place in the world anymore. Right. And especially if yeah. his place isn't with Nancy, who he's kind of like, at, at the beginning of this season, kind of contemplating, like, I think that's over. I don't really know what to do with that. We can't be in the same place. I know, he seems place. like he wants to take care of Will yeah. and his mom, and that's like his top. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he definitely seems like he's like, well, where do I fit in with this? And he's dealing with his own PTSD, so right, yeah, constantly yeah. on the verge of like losing his brother. So I think he's just yeah. like stoned out of his mind, so he doesn't have to think about it. Right, don't blame him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was bummed yeah. at the end where everyone got their moment to come out and look at like the snow coming from the upside down. Yeah, Argyle. They just left Argyle in the woods picking mushrooms, I guess, because like everyone else came out and stood on that hill and looked up at the he's sky. He's really busy, so <laughs> he's, he's looking for psycho. Yeah, he's looking for psychedelic mushrooms, which I he's think, upgrading. I think they will come into play in season five. Oh, you're gonna be like upside down mushrooms, or just May- regular? Well, maybe because ones, uh, we need like ways to have other people be able to fight or like access stuff. Oh, maybe they're interesting. Gonna, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like, he was, like, 11, you're not done with your training. Mm. Maybe you have to supplement to up your game, because she's not as strong as Vecta. To open your mind. It would be an interesting choice Steroids. to uh, the Duffer Brothers to be like, all right, Psychedelic we're going to make the kids do drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're already <laughs> smoking it, weed, but... so, I mean, we'll see. It is funny. It's, it's dark and weird. It's just a theory. We'll see. Just wait a few years. They'll be old enough. Yeah, man. Yeah. They'll definitely be old enough. Oh, man. I'm surprised that more of those kids aren't doing drugs after all the fucked up shit they've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when their brains settle and they're, you know, in, yeah. in college at, at 21 years old, they'll, they'll yeah. fucking do some weird shit. It's like the second half of it when they're all adults and they're really fucked up and you're like, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I also feel like, you know, if the next season takes place pretty soon after this one we have run out of time to believe that these kids are kids i read that they're gonna do a, a couple year time they're gonna jump. do a couple years all right yeah. cool I, that's also well, weird though just because like hawkins is like is fucked apart. up also yeah. you know yeah well, it's like i don't know yeah you're sort of like well what were they doing this these couple of years then while yeah. everything's caving in um like what year are the are the younger kids meant to be freshmen right now in this season i think so Oof, yeah right? Okay. Bobby Brown looks like a, a full-grown adult. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I was definitely thinking maybe if they jump, you know, maybe they'll jump to those kids being seniors in high school age or something like that because they could probably still get her away with them playing 18 if they film this right away. <laughs> right now. Yeah. I mean, I know the pandemic, like, pushed yeah. everything, so yeah. I get it. And then also seeing, like, de-aged uh, 11 was, like, a little weird sometimes. Because I feel like sometimes they, like, they just made her small. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought well, was funny, and they used they used a totally different kid to do those scenes. I was reading about it, and then they sometimes like put, put her face on it. Yeah, and so yeah. part of me thinks they shouldn't have even done that; that they should have just used the younger kid. Because I saw pictures of the kid, and it doesn't it look good. exactly like her, but it's pretty close. So hmm. I was kind of like, if you're having you know like a stunt double, most of the yeah. time you don't need to superimpose somebody's face on a stunt double it's like those are action sequences maybe they're back slightly to the camera like they could have gotten away with more it did look they weird could have gotten away with her just yeah. being regular size because sometimes yeah. she is right and it's it's because it's like oh well she's like projecting through the nina you know like yeah it's, 
And I so think it's, like, it's I meant like, to like know. make us have that feeling that like he's attacking like a tiny kid. He's yeah. not attacking, yeah. you know, teenage her. A full grown human being. Right. Yeah. He's like <laughs> he's about to fuck up an eight year old or some or whatever, you know, whatever age yeah. she is. So I think that was compelling, but we didn't really need to see her face on that kid <laughs> with like a soft, fuzzy hair hairdo. I think they really use like the hair. Uncanny Valley yeah. at times. You're just sure. like, nah, this looks weird. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like for the most part, like all the special effects in the show are, are like really good. Yeah. Um, I thought the rift looked weird. When the final rift happened, I thought that looked a little like, like not done. I was like, this looks kind of like weird, hmm. but that's a, that's a minor nitpick. I, I think the show, I feel like the show looks like, I could, I, every, like every episode I'm just like, it looks amazing pretty good <laughs> it's such a good looking show and i love just like the like i don't know like i feel like they convey like urgency so well with like smash cut to like a key's opening a thing or like you know an ego is going in a toaster and it's like it's like super close up and like i want more egos yeah it's so good yeah egos did not get a lot of screen time this season well, just that one yeah. one shot they're in the cabin gotta get an ego shot oh man yeah <laughs> So you were talking earlier about the military not chasing them to the pizza shop. I also thought it was so silly when they escaped the prison in Russia and they were driving out in that van and they're shooting at the van. And then they drive that van to that same tiny village where Hopper was caught the first time. Yeah, he was caught the first time. And I'm like... I guess they're too busy with the Demogorgon and the Demodogs that they're not going to come after them. I, I also, think that's the implication. It's weak, yeah. though. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, cool, guys, you're going to hide out in the same spot. Yeah. And you're they worried that they're coming for you? They're not coming point. for you. They lost no. an opportunity for them all to sit around eating peanut butter together, too. Because yes. that, that sequence, you were just like, oh, Hopper's such a good actor. His face when he first eats that peanut butter. He's really good. That's good. You're just like, oh, man. Like, I felt shout bad. Out to, shout out to Yuri. Oh, Yuri. Yeah. Crazy character. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and Mur and uh, Murray yeah. Murray just keeps being the best. And, I love uh, that. And that actor is so good. He's so I like the crazy. actor. I have very mixed feelings on the character. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I just think sometimes I mean, he's annoying like, as fuck. Oh, so. All right. <laughs> what about uh, a girl has no name? That guy was in it too. I was just like, whew. the uh, I kept I kept thinking. <laughs> I kept thinking about Game of Thrones watching that guy, but he's awesome. Is he the Russian guard that yeah. is trying to do the switch? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Parts of it just felt very disjointed to me, but only because of the Duffer's like desire to always have like jokes happening at the same time as like very serious events. And some of the Russia stuff, I feel like with the kids, it can come across maybe a little more genuine because they're like trying <clears throat> to break the tension. But these, like, full-grown adults who are constantly trying to, like, crack jokes and get, like, everyone to laugh. It's like, this isn't stand-up. This isn't, like, a tight five. Like, this is a very serious thing that's yeah. happening. I think it was I think it was tough because, like, Hopper was not in a place to be funny this season at all. Because right. he's, like, enslaved. And then, like, Joyce doesn't really bring the funny. Yeah, she's, like, funny Murray. in moments. But, yeah, but she's mostly just like, ah, I'm so stressed out. How to get to the kids. <laughs> I'm the most stressed mom on the planet. I actually uh, really did enjoy all of the like ninja karate scenes though with Murray on the plane. I thought that that was actually both funny and like entertaining. Yeah. When he was explaining like how like Yeah. Yeah. And I when he's talking about how he like beat the shit out of the sixteen year olds like, well this kid's he was the oldest kid in the class and I (laughs) and I defeated him. So (laughs) I was like, that's so funny. (laughs) That's pretty Um, good. 
yeah, the, the the Russia stuff I feel like was was good, but I do think it it was uh, not as like fully thought out as like all the other things happening in the show. But I mean, it serves its purpose. It was mm-hmm. cool. Um, I just I think it wasn't like in a show that's very well baked. There's a little bit of a doughy center in that plot. Yeah, and let's but. talk about the most manic of all scenes: Susie and her family <laughs> in weird Mormon Utah. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. It was kind of great. It was kind of uh, Moonrise Kingdom over there. I was sort of like, okay, They're, they are all doing their crazy things. It was pretty funny, but uh, also, yeah, it kind of forgettable after the fact. But yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I, I actually was just like, wait, who's Susie again? There's just so many just fucking characters in the show. But yeah, I, I almost forgot. Um, but that was like that was a fun like detour. I feel like. Yeah, and it, I definitely I liked Argyle smoking weed with the big sister in the, the fan. Bad influence that Argyle with, with Eve. Uh, yeah, she already I think she already was was, was doing weed. it. Yeah, yeah, I think she already was was hitting that grass. Yeah, I found it funny that like Susie was the most stringent in her Mormon beliefs, with all of the other kids being sort of haphazard, sort of like, oh, this is just a crazy family. Yeah, they wouldn't necessarily need to be Mormon, but then kind of Susie's putting that into play with like her her guilt on helping Dustin cheat and stuff like that. But that could be any good kid, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that house ridiculous. seemed like a nightmare. <laughs> it was like this is a place I don't want to be. <laughs> it gave me major Home Alone vibes, like just so many kids, and then like every kid has their own chaotic subplot. And you're like, ah, I just want some quiet. And I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want a, a whole cheese pizza just for me. <laughs> I mean, I only have three younger siblings. I felt that way growing up. <laughs> yeah. I just have two older siblings. And I definitely was probably the person that was annoying them. But still. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if we were to do a, like, two-year time jump, I feel like the plot would have to say that some government sect or, you know, some group had to come in and just, like, put Hawkins in a bubble, maybe? Yeah. Like, quarantine it. Yeah, just, like, get everyone out. And then, like, there's, like, this weird snow globe thing over Hawkins, and it's just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what the the move is because it's like yeah they do a time jump like that's fine but only to like two years and they're just juniors in high school oh i don't know i, I mean weird. they haven't said how many years it'll be no they definitely i'm just said saying like at least be a couple of years yeah. i feel like a time i'm just saying i think a time jump makes the most sense like thematically it's like they should be seniors yeah right because i feel like that's like a very good like emotionally charged year to have to find these kids again right but i also think like to go three or four years from this point when there's like a hole in where they live it's like well surely they want to take care of that pretty soon plus <laughs> i'm curious youngins. like what the effects are gonna be because like will being in the upside down it was like he started getting cancer being down there you know what i mean like breathing all that stuff in so i was confused because they're in there for mad long and have no residual 
effects from it. And I was like, I feel like in the first season, like Hopper's like putting on a mask and going down there because it's like super <laughs> fucked up. And I was like, did that, did that change? It's like going to Chernobyl. Like it's like there's supposed to be some residual effects, I think. Yeah. You know, like. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if they'll have that come into play now where it's like seeping into Hawkins, if it's going to be like kids are going to get sick and mom has the black lung and like, you know, <laughs> be interesting, I don't know. Yeah. That is all very cr- funny. I forgot yeah. entirely about all of the suits and like breathing yeah. apparatus and how seriously they yeah. took going in there in the first season. And this time the kids are like back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Plus, like, and, like I could, I was like, am I remembering the first season wrong? Like, no, not at all. Yeah. Plus like Steve, like I thought his, all his bite wounds were really going to come into play. Yeah, I think no. that was just a red herring because people were like, don't kill Steve. And the show's like, are we going to kill Steve? Maybe we yeah. will. Find yeah. out. And then they're like, I'm- nope, forget it. Those bite wounds, we're fine. He's fine. Yeah. It's but fine. then on that note, who did you guys think was going to die prior to watching those last two episodes? Like, in your mind, what was your original theories of who you thought was going to die? Because I was really hoping for Nancy. Oh. <laughs> Well, like, I, I just Nancy thought it would be a die. cool, compelling plot if they did go that way. Not that I don't like Nancy. I do like Nancy. Yeah. I thought Nancy or Steve were on the, was on the chopping block. I, I really didn't think they were going to kill any of the core kids, which is why I was surprised that Max, like, got pseudo-killed. Yeah. You know? Um, and I thought her scene when she was, like, dying was, was so sad. Like, yeah. She's like, I, I don't want to go yet. I'm scared. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It's just brutal. She is, and she is like she's so good, uh, the actress. Uh, but yeah, I, I really, I, I feel like I wasn't sold on the hype of like they they said a, there was going to be a body count going to the two episodes. I was like, fuck off! Like I don't know. About yeah, that. I killed two guys. One guy's they're barely yeah. in the show. I thought they would. I thought they were going to finally kill one of the older teens, like, uh-huh. and I, I just thought that that made sense to like up the stakes that maybe they would kill Robin or. Nancy, somebody that we cared about for a longer period of time than just Eddie, who's new to the season, even though I really liked him and they gave him this arc of not running away and trying to be brave and help his friends. But still, like, he was a new character. So I I feel like it would have been a little bit more compelling to pick somebody. I didn't think they were going to kill Steve. I was kind of on board with you where I was like, that's red herring. They're not going to fucking kill Steve. He's like... He's the unicorn. They're not going to kill him. <laughs> I thought Jason also could have gotten gotten cut. Because then it's like, you know, you killed Jason and then everyone's just like, oh, he got killed by the cult because he was on to them. Like yeah. that could have been an interesting kind of plot going forward into the yeah. next season. You know? Well, he does get Jason- ripped in half while the yeah. house is splitting apart. So he does right. die. Uh- Oh, oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> Fuck. And but if See he <laughs> but if he had lived, he would have been more like the character in it that gets manipulated by Pennywise. So mm-hmm. if he had lived, then he could have been like Vecna's puppet in the next season to do some I totally bad forgot. things. I totally forgot. I told you I got smushed. I feel bad. It happened very quickly. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Did you see that?" And I rewound it to watch it. So yeah, yeah I was it, like, it I, I was like, I don't even fast. know if I remember. Yeah, it yeah. happened very fast. Well, I, Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah that guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. I also thought Nancy 
was going to die because I thought they were doing a really good thing of like Jonathan feeling very conflicted about her and Steve, meanwhile, like his true feelings are resurfacing and they're getting a lot closer. And then Robin is finally starting to like see Nancy as a friend too. So right. I thought she was the one. I thought Robin and Nancy were gonna 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 kiss, gonna bang. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna. I thought they're gonna fuck. I, I thought they had. No. I thought they had. They I thought they had moments where there was like sexual tension but oh. then they're just buds like in the library and stuff like she's annoying and then they're like maybe we are friends well, just like, girls just have fun i didn't take that as <laughs> sexual tension like she's definitely got sexual tension with vicky with boobies mm-hmm. everybody likes mm-hmm. boobies but i feel like with nancy i think what they're going for is like nancy hasn't made any friends since barb because she feels guilty uh, as oh, she feels true. she feels that's guilty yeah. as fuck about Barb, and she has not made any lady friends or like friend friends besides Jonathan and Steve since Barb died. So I think like when you have Robin trying to be like, yeah, we're friends now. Like at first, Nancy's like, we are, we're friends, and then you're kind of like, oh, this is good for her. But I think she also is like, uh, are we? I don't know if we should be friends. You know. I feel like there's a little bit of that, like, keeping people at arm's length because she's afraid she's yeah, going to sure. contaminate them or bring them with her on her, like, weird investigative journey of death. You know? <laughs> it's like, Dang. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I like it. I still like Robin and Steve the best as being buds, but yeah. I think it was cool to have those scenes with her and Nancy. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, as far as, like, Robin and Steve being friends, I think it's great, for sure. I think it's really important. Robin happens to be a lesbian, and that's fine, too, obviously. But yeah, it's just cool seeing, like, platonic friendships between men and women in shows, because that's something we don't see very often. And it's kind of unfortunate that they made it so because, like, Robin would have have never had any interest in Steve. And that's, like, a good jumping off point. But yeah, it's just fun to see like ladies and dudes just being buds. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's it's happening a bit more. the The boys actually just like pulled one recently where it was kind of just like you thought these characters were going to maybe be in love, but actually they're just they're family. Oh, cool. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I I feel like more shows are kind of like at, at least playing with that where you're you're quote unquote like shipping two characters and then and then they're like, but what if just friends? And you're I like, kind, what if I just kind of have that those vibes with like I kind of thought they were gonna have Erica get a little bit older and then maybe have Dustin have a crush on her, maybe. Mm. Because they have such good friend and like it could still happen. It, it still still could happen, but I was sort of like, yeah. oh, you know, Susie's long distance girlfriend, she's not there. Maybe Erica's gonna get a little older. She was annoying little sister at first, but she's really funny. They're like introducing her to Dungeons and Dragons. Like they have a lot of stuff in common. She's really good at math. She's smarty. Um, maybe they'll have her age up and be really cute, and that'll be like an actual love interest for Dustin. Because he sort of, you know, I felt like that whole Susie side plot in that season was kind of ridiculous, but it was <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. I like Erica Sinclair a lot. She's, I like she's a really fun character. Yeah, she's great. All the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, so with any thoughts about who actually dies that you were sort of like, yay or nay? We were kind of like, all right, it's Eddie. Meh. Yeah, I just, I, I thought it was just a little, like, weak, 
the deaths in general. Not that I'm like always like clamoring for just like we need an impactful deaths for for there to be narrative, but it does like you know it, it does like kind of like in, impact the stakes a little bit. I could see going into the next season if if my theory of just like they do another season then they take a long break and they come back with like a movie or something, it would make sense to like have some like serious deaths happen in like the quote unquote final season so that they have like a lot of like fruitful ground in like future installments and stuff of those characters, you mm-hmm. know? Some some real good juicy trauma. Yeah, some death. For them. Yeah. Do you think they'll try and kill Eleven? Hmm. Like will she they have tried to, to in the first season. Will she, she have back? to <laughs> sacrifice herself yeah, to kill Vecna? I don't know. Uh, with a, her, it's like just when you think her arc's done, they give her something yeah. else. So, yeah, <laughs> you something else to do. Yeah, I was like, maybe they will kill Mike in the next season since Nancy had that vision of her whole family dying. Mm-hmm. I feel like That's will true. maybe because he's such like a tragic, like tragic character. Yeah, so I feel like it would be in line for them to do that. And like you know, he's been he's been like saved by just like the skin of his teeth so many times, like, right? Kind of like runs out of luck. Yeah. And there's a lot of characters orbiting around him that could be very effective. So that could be very interesting to see. I think the characters that are safe is like I feel like Lucas is safe. I think Dustin is safe. I think Mike's safe. Why are you gonna kill? <laughs> yeah, you can't kill Vanilla. I don't know. Maybe they will kill Mike to like have that impact eleven. Yeah, take the heart out of the group. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Will becomes well, the new heart because he it's sort is the of heart. like Yeah. It's sort of it's like the, the idea of killing acting. Nancy. Like I thought they would kill Nancy so that Steve and Jonathan would have something to come together over, like that they would mourn Nancy. So I originally like Mike was like, Maybe they're gonna kill Sadie Sink for real. And I was like, I don't think they would kill Max after they spent this whole season having Max and Lucas like trying to come to an understanding and coming back together. I think they would give us that reunion and maybe not give us a Steve and Nancy reunion. Like, maybe they'll do something. I I thought with that logic, I was like, oh, she's for sure going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have such a, they have a moment of just like, ah, now we can fall back. Oh, you mean you thought Max was going to die? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, because they have the moment where they're just like, let's go on that date. And you're like, oh, we know you never go on that date. It's like Bob. (laughs) And then it's also like Hopper, like talking about their date. Like, you're like, oh, this isn't going to work out. So I was kind of like, they're going to give us one couple one day shipping yeah they're gonna give us one ship and i think it'll be the younger kids i was thinking like it won't work out for the older teens they're gonna do something either steve or nancy or jonathan one of those characters is gonna get ousted and then they yeah. didn't so i felt like that was a little anticlimactic but eh. mm-hmm. i just know stylistically how the duffers would definitely hook me back in not to say that they lost me but i think it was in episode eight so not the finale finale although it could have been hard because i watched those two episodes like one on friday night one on saturday um yeah so they kind of blend together but there's a scene where you have hopper like about to show down with the demogorgon Mm. you've got a scene and it's like juxtaposed with like two other fighting scenes um and i'm trying to remember who was fighting in the other two scenes but it's like three back to back and then like the screen kind of goes to black for a second, which they were very into with these last two episodes, like fade, yeah, the commercial fade break. in. And then all of a sudden it's like the same exact moment we were just in. But they were like, we just wanted you to think about it for a second. So, um, <laughs> uh, But then it goes back and like all three people who were fighting, like none of them died. Like they all yeah. like bested and overcame 
like their dire circumstances that they were in. Yeah. So I'm like, I get it, Duffers. I think that is a cool mechanism to use while filming and to build a little bit of suspense. But mm. if you're going to keep showing us like really dire consequences, but everyone lives, it's going to feel like kind of cheap when you yeah, decide no to stakes. actually kill someone. Yeah. 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 Because also, why why two days later? Like, yeah, I don't know. Why was that? <laughs> yeah. Like two days, they were just twiddling their thumbs while Max is in the hospital? Like, what? Why? They're going to, they're getting some rest. They're eating pizza. They're vibing. <laughs> two days later, yeah. and Dustin's limp is like both really bad and also not so bad sometimes. Like, his Why doesn't he have a crutch? Yes. At least. I was like, give him a cane. Give him a crutch. Jesus. Yeah. And then. I did like the moment he had with, uh, with uh with eddie's dad that was really yeah. good i i do I, I did feel like that denouement which you know like had to be kind of long because there's a lot of stuff that they're like wrapping up but i did feel like i was just like you know like you know when i saw return of the king i saw it in movie theaters and i was like a oh, boy so long. i remember i remember like you know they're hugging and stuff i'm like i gotta pee so bad <laughs> yeah and like you know i could pause the show and go pee in this scenario but i right. was just kind of like all right guys we get it everything's good and soon it won't be <laughs> yeah it's I, cool i felt like it's after very that it's very long, neat it's very like bow on top and i was yeah, like all right it, it also was like we're really prepping this to be continued mm-hmm. and i'm kind of like we don't need to do all that so much we like, know. you didn't do we it know. in the other ones we know yeah yeah they're like and now they're walking down this hill of really brightly colored flowers that don't exist no, they're going up they're running up that hill. Yes. yeah yeah they're running they're up making a deal hill. with god Oh man, that can we? I know we didn't talk about it. That episode no. was awesome. Yeah, but that was a great episode for sure. Yeah. Uh, just talking about like the wrap ups really quick before we get into the music. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah like yeah, a sure. Kate Bush like fan moment. Um, <laughs> I also thought along with the two days later being like seeming silly. Um, I also didn't like that when the whole gang like reunites and Eleven comes up. And they're like, where's Lucas? And they're like, oh, he's in the hospital. Oh, you don't know. And it's like, of course she knows. She was there. <laughs> like, and she would have told Yeah, I thought that was weird. It's like, you guys just saw you didn't what hear. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, she knows what's going on. She's the one who, like, brought her body back to life. Yeah. I guess they don't know that she's, yet. like, in a, in, like, a coma, though. Right. They don't know that she's so. in, like, a vegetative. I think that it's, I agree, because I also had the same thought. But I think that's what they didn't know. It's like, oh, you, you didn't hear like she's not. She's not actually better. alive. She's, she's yeah. yeah. She's like she's body uh, alive. You know. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's I think that's what they were getting because Eleven didn't seem to to know that she was in that state. Got you know? it. Yeah. She. Yeah. I feel like she might also feel like responsible that she didn't totally bring her back. So I feel like that's going to be a weird thing to come into play in the next season. Like, she saved her, but not quite. You know what I mean? So, How did she bring her back, though, again? Did they I, answer that? I don't think we... We're not meant to know. Like, she was just right. like, no, not yet, and then, like, put her hand out to her. I was like, so, man, you probably could have done that for a lot of other people, too. Right. So <laughs> you that, had the ability you know, to just resurrect human beings. That might be <laughs> the first time she's ever done that, and then maybe that'll come into play next season. Yeah. I mean, she could have done, like, some kind of psychic, like, heart compression or something. That's what I kind of was just like, oh, maybe she, like, did something in her body to bring the body back. But she was dead for, like, over a fucking minute. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, people don't, people don't come back from that usually. No, rough. Yeah. But yeah, the music, Diana. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very good. Yeah. Longest Kate Bush music video. It was great, though. Like, oh, man. I mean, I, I definitely loved, like, grumpy emo Max with her headphones on. I was like, yes! So, um, <laughs> I think that episode was just really well done. Um, and, and, like, it definitely got me choked up when it was, like, her montage of happy memories when they're young and cute. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the needle drops in this show were, were good. Yeah. Yeah, good music all around. I think uh, the the people who do the score, who are from Survive, I, I think I think that this has the best score, like, since, like, they've been doing Stranger Things, like, music. Mm. I also feel like it's, like, the most unique, like, it's, like, so, they, they, so they do synth stuff, like, so good. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Like, I haven't really been super interested in getting, like, a Stranger Things vinyl because I think the music, I think the music's great. Like, I love like synth stuff, but I feel like in this show they really bring the heat, and I think it's like really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then all the needle. I mean, like I love that Kate Bush song, so like I'll listen to it a million times. But you know, we all liked it before it was cool, right? We're all oh yes, yes. we're all there. Yeah, we all liked it before <laughs> and it was the cool. Whole Kate so. Bush box set on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm like everyone listening knows. I'm like fuck yeah, promote her and get her that money. She deserves it, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I think she just yeah. broke like three records. Uh, I think it's like longest time apart from like a song being number one uh, from like the first time to again. That's crazy. Yeah, I think like she's like the oldest woman to maybe hold a top one spot. Although that cool. seems like that probably. Couldn't be real, but I feel like that's another one that I saw. And then uh, I can't remember the third record that she broke. Very just recently. cool. Good for, good for her. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will say they, they really went for it with like the trailer build up using that song again, but it was good. It was great. Like that second. I like the remix also. Yeah, that mm-hmm. remix, the remix at for, the end was cool. Yeah. The, the like, uh, the trailers for stuff like using Journey and using the Kate Bush song. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. And then having Spellbound by Susie and the Banshees at the very oh, end yeah. was really cool. Yeah, there's great music for sure this season. Yeah. I, they have so much fun stuff to play around with with the time period. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. yeah. No shortage of good music from that time. Mm-mm. Do you guys have any other uh, parts of Stranger Things 4 that we didn't really talk about that you would like to touch on really quickly? think so yeah i just had like some questions going in about like logistics of like characters and stuff um did you were you guys surprised by the vecna reveal or you kind of just like i think it's that kid because i got it spoiled for me it was my own fault because like you know I, I see vecna and i was like "Ooh, who is playing that guy he seems great and i looked it up i'm like oh <laughs> Oh, it's him. I see. <laughs> I okay. was like, fuck. Um, and, I, and I should have known because I remember like scrolling through IMDb and they don't tell you who it is. And I was like, I feel like it's a spoiler. I want to know who it is. Anyway. <laughs> You're like, so I, I want to spoil so, it. So by the time they reveal that like he's Vecna, I was kind of like, yeah, no sh-. I was like, yeah. But yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't properly gauge what the surprise was. I was watching anyway. it with Mike. And uh, when it's just us, he has no filter with saying his predictions he's like, so um he was definitely like oh yeah it's gonna be that guy and i was like can you shut up a minute uh, let me figure it out myself but yeah so there was you know that being a possibility as like in real time as we were watching it so i yeah. think it wasn't supposed to be such a shocker it was sort of like sure. a long yeah. game versus like you know 
So I think it's fine if people thought that it was and then it turned out to be true. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. such a I shock. Mean, I, think it's, I think it's cool that, like, you know, I, I was thinking about this when watching the show and I was like, you know, in, like, Marvel movies, they so easily default to the villain of this movie is the good person, but they are bad. And that is what they're doing in this season of Stranger Things, but it feels a lot more earned because, yeah. like, they went through so long of not doing that. Also, like, Papa you know? fucking and tortured that guy. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Yeah, so it's, but I just, I think it's like, it is effective. It is most effective when it's earned, where I feel like a lot of, like, movies and show and, like, popular culture right now, which deals with, like, superheroes and stuff like that, like, mm. default to it pretty, like, even in, like, the first Doctor Strange movie, they're like, it, Mads Mikkelsen's bad, Doctor Strange. You're like, great um yeah. so yeah it's cool and, and like you know it's effective because it's easy to understand but it it is so much more it's so cool when it's like actually earned and they take the steps to be like yeah we didn't do that for three or for yeah for three seasons and we're gonna really tell you how this guy became this way and it and it feels cool like you know i i think vecna is a really we talked about him but i think he's like a really cool from like design to execution to the way he looks to everything i think a very very cool bad guy like yeah. i really liked him as a bad guy and they're they're pulling from good bad guy stuff right from pop culture for sure but i think he's very cool it was so fucked up when you they showed little kid him essentially like trying his powers out on like rabbits and stuff yeah, and you're good. like oh yeah. this is all like bad sign. Tell, telltale signs of a kid becoming a serial killer as an adult because he's torturing animals and he's doing this yeah. and he's fucking with his little sister and blah 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 and you're just like oh that's not cool mm -mm. please don't please don't do that <laughs> yeah leading up to the finale or well part two volume two coming out um i had seen some articles posting about like huge vecna information coming out in the finale and it was oh. like well yeah it's called a finale like Yes, there's going to be more information. So, Diana, I feel like yeah. pretty similar to you that Heath, while we watch stuff, he'll be like, yeah, I think it's going to be that guy. So yeah. I think Heath, I'm more of a person where I'm like, I'll just let the show wash over me. I'm not really right. like, trying to figure out the mystery as it's happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't as much of a shock. But I think the more shocking part was finding out that Vecna was like the villain in all of the previous seasons yeah, as well. That he not just like a new season. The mind yeah. So that was kind of yeah. a reveal. I think that yeah. was more shocking mm -hmm. than finding I think out him, Yeah, him being the mastermind and not a new bad is was surprising to me. It's like, right. oh, so he's been here the whole time. Like he's and he, drawing the mind do, player as a child. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't have to do too much like um, retconning right. to make that no. happen which is good because I feel like that definitely was not what they had in mind when they made the first they thought they were going to kill Eleven in the first season yeah. you know? like it is they, they have done a good job kind of building on it without it feeling just like that doesn't quite add up right. you know? like their, right. their lore is intact true yeah agreed yeah. do you guys have any other like outstanding predictions or things that you think it would be cool for them to delve into in the next season like I think it's all going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all going to work was, out just fine by the end. <laughs> I was kind of like, one thing I'm thinking about is that I do think potentially time travel could come into play because why would they bring up the fact that the Upside Down is frozen in this year mm -hmm. period that it's not? Because I always thought the Upside Down was the same exact year, just the weird Upside Down version of what's happening right now. Kind of like watching... um. 
like us. Mm-hmm. Like like that kind of idea that there's like a weird, bizarro version, not necessarily physically of yourself in the Upside Down, but just like there is the same stuff happening, just kind of parallel. So the, the fact that it's like a couple of years behind is sort of like a weird thing to bring up without any... Is it a couple of years behind? Because that's just like when the gate was opened... I guess so. For the first time? Yeah, I think it... That's, that's how I... That's when Will was that's abducted. That's the idea, right? Yeah. I think yeah. It got but it hasn't... Time. It hasn't progressed. It, it hasn't stopped. progressed. Yeah. Which th- which definitely leaves room for time... Tra- like, maybe that system can be manipulated. Yeah. For sure. Um, or it's just like, you know... Yeah, it, it could be... The, you know, they, the Duffer Brothers have said, like, they're they're entering the Stranger Things endgame. Yeah. Like, to, to quote, like, Marvel. So, you know, if they do go by that playbook... They could return to the first season in a, in a way that's effective, yeah. you know. Right. I, really close. I'm curious to see. I, you know, I don't know if I'm like as interested in time travel going forward, but you know, I'm not until they show me why it's cool. So right. That's fine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be very into that. I really don't know uh, what they're going to do. I do like that each season kind of plays with like different tropes and different nostalgic. Uh, sensibilities and I like how they all kind of like have a bit of a different feel to them so yeah I'm kind of game with whatever they bring in next but yeah I think time travel does make a lot of logical sense especially with how heavy they lean into nostalgia I'm sure they would love to do like a back to the future type thing yeah they keep showing it yeah yeah that's cool yeah Yeah, that'd be true um any other like fun horror or 80s genre movies that you feel like they need to dip into it'd be cool to have like a michael myers type bad guy that's just like un- like literally unstoppable and kind of like an in- like an obelisk you know um because they've done like alien yeah. where they have like the demigorgon as like the alien and now they they've done jason um but it'd be kind of cool like in the resident evil games there's always like a character that is introduced later like mr x or nemesis where you can't kill this character. So he will just follow you from room to room. So every once in a while, you're like fighting zombies and stuff. You're like, oh, fuck, Mr. X is here. And you have to like hide and get away from him. And he's just like, li- like quite literally unstoppable. Yeah. And I always kind of like, it, it turns like the game into like kind of like a cat and mouse situation. I feel like that would be kind of like an effective, like maybe villain that Vecna creates that is like, they're trying to do this stuff, like get this stuff done. But there's always this like kind of like looming enemy yeah. that's like kind of near them that they have to like hide from. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. But, uh, hmm. or even to see them do like exorcist stuff. Ooh, I feel like it'd be cool. I guess yeah. they kind of did that in the first two, though, right? Like, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think in season two, there's like a lot of exorcism type things happening. And the mind flare. Um, yeah. So, like, maybe they already kind of touched on that. They're kind, I'm excited they're, to see. I, yeah, I didn't think they'd bring in, you know, Freddy Krueger. So that was exciting and cool. Very you true. Know, so I'm, I'm just ready to be surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be. It would be pretty cool to see more of that kind of like dreamscape connection. So maybe we'll get that with Max because she's in a coma. Maybe we'll be able to get like glimpses of these other kids' memories that are dead, you know, because she's still like floating she, around in there somewhere. Yeah. I feel like she's probably chilling with Vecna. Because mm. if I think her, if her death triggered it, I think he probably has taken her subconscious right. and is like juiced up by that yeah. so she might just be another body on the wall you right. know like another like twisted soul but maybe Gross. she's like still like lucid yeah. i don't know but yeah. i think it'd be interesting if like her and vecna had a lot of time together and like his, in his like he's like healing 
and maybe they're just like kind of hanging out and maybe they they end up having like some kind of repertoire i don't know yeah maybe like a stockholm syndrome type situation they eat some pizza together yeah yeah like i don't know i, I think <laughs> when 11 really tries to appeal to his like humanity in yeah. that one scene She's you like, see him kind of soften dead. a little bit yeah I think that there's more to explore there. And it, and it also was interesting because it's like, oh, like, you know, they were never going to beat Thanos in Endgame by appealing to his humanity. Yeah, right. But like Vecna seems like maybe that's there, you know? So I feel like that, that might be an interesting conclusion if they don't beat him through violence. They beat him through more like empathetic means. Yeah, I don't know if they'll be able or to. Or they just fucking blast that guy in the face. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's yeah, too far gone. They're gonna yeah. have to think. Well, that's what they want. It said that about Darth Vader too. Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. That's now true. <laughs> but Darth had the connection of his own kids, and there's not really true. anyone like that to ground Vecna. Like he's, I don't think Eleven can connect with him enough to bring him back to humanity. Nah, she already tried to be like, we have shared trauma, and he's just like, that's nope. cute, but I don't really. Yeah, care. <laughs> he's like, no, this is your fault that I'm here and like this. Yeah. So um, true. True. And then now that we have no Papa, like. How else is Eleven going to be able to up her game? She's got to figure it out on her own. Yeah. yeah. Training wheels are off. I mean, you've Probably got Paul better. Reiser. Got mad about you over there, but I don't think he can do too much. <laughs> yeah. She'll figure it out. She's she got a real like dad. A she's got Hopper back. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. real dad. Real dad's yeah. back. Real dad's back. Real dad. Also, what kind of baseball cap was real dad wearing at the end? What was that hat um, that Hopper was wearing? I don't know. Looked like a veteran's hat. Yeah, I that's, like what, that's I like what that is. I was yeah. I was like, are we going to get more like, like, did, is it supposed to be that Hopper is a Vietnam vet? I think so. And okay. also maybe he just popped off to the army surplus store too. He was like, got to <laughs> hit up this uh, army surplus got store on the way back. Brand new sick baseball cap because they lost my locks. other sheriff hat. So yeah, did he did he have a scene where he said he was in Nam? Well, like, when he was in the was, prison, there right? was like all those boxes under the floor in the cabin, and I think that at some point there was something that alluded to that when Eleven okay. was trying to find out about her mom, and she was looking through all those boxes and files. Well, I believe that he is. Yeah. He's so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, didn't but. he say something yeah. along the lines too of like making Agent Orange, but like not really knowing what it was going to be used oh, for? Oh, right. he did say, yeah, yeah. No, so he was. Yeah. 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 So maybe we'll get a little bit more like Red Dawn type action with all the like weird military coming in trying to kill Eleven and then also fighting Vecna. I feel like we're going to we're gonna see more kids with guns in the next season. Ugh, don't love that. <laughs> I know, I don't. I don't love it either. But yeah, them going to the surplus store, I'm just like, you know. Kids shouldn't be allowed here. This feels like a weird time to do this. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. And I get it. It's just like, listen, if you got to fight interdimensional demons, you probably need a, like, you need a gun. I get it. Yeah. But, but why is the I whole mean, town did, here? It feels weird. I did love yeah, the, like, garbage can lid with the nails and the, like, spear. I did love that, like, Eddie and yeah, that stuff Dustin cool. were dressing yeah. up like their actual Dungeons and Dragons characters, and I also was like Dustin's like Jeffrey Bezos. He had like the suit, the furry, <laughs> the furry suit on, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah. Well, I I think we've reached a mostly natural conclusion sure. for the end of this conversation. <laughs> a long conversation for a long show. Yeah, definitely talked about a lot of fun stuff. Um. I don't know. I don't have any personal plugs for the end of this podcast, listeners. I will say check out storyscreenbeacon.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of the info on all of the great stuff, all the articles, podcasts, 
showtimes for the movie theater in Beacon, New York. Um, but I think the other section of the social media web that we are usually on the most frequently is Instagram. And that's where you can find out a bunch of fun, cool information about us as well. And it's at story underscore screen underscore beacon. So check that out as well. Uh, Robbie, do you have any plugs at the end of this podcast? Uh, nothing, nothing going on right now. Listen to uh, 300 episodes of podcast when you, have a ch- when you have a chance. If you like this one, Woo. we got plenty. <laughs> Diana, any specific plugs from you? Uh, I feel like our, our recent hot take on men was a fun one. Uh, that, oh, that was fun. I, I like the episodes when we get a chance to all chit-chat together, and uh, that's that's a fun one, even though the content of the film is not fun at all. So, no, But no. check it out if you've seen the movie. <laughs> good plugs, good plugs. I like it. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this Stranger Things 4 Volumes 1 and 2 podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Bern. You're welcome. And thank you, listeners, for sticking through. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Peace. Bye.